What is up, everybody? My name is Chase Riley. I run CR Media. I wanted to come on here really quick and just say thank you for downloading the content, listening to the podcast, showing some love and support. We greatly appreciate it. Whether you're listening to the I-70 Hot Tag podcast or you're listening to Bad Booking, um, we appreciate your support no matter what. If you guys can, do us a huge favor. Go to the I-70 Hot Tag podcast links in the description. Make sure you follow us on all those social media links and hit the notification bell so you never miss anything. And if you can, go to the CR Media's link tree and do the exact same. We want to continue providing great content for you guys, and we just appreciate your support. Enjoy the show, and if you guys have any comments or any feedback, please let us know. Thank you. Welcome to episode six of the I-70 Hot Tag. Tonight we break down CSW Strap from this past Saturday, which included the big title match between challenger Mike Outlaw and champion Jeremy Wyatt. Plus, we have a special guest joining the live stream tonight. He will be across the ring from Christian Rose at St. Louis Anarchy Circus Maximus event in July. He is also the mouthpiece of Moonshine Mantel and CSW. The mouth of the Midwest, Greg Jovi, joins us tonight. Stay tuned. And now, CR Media presents the I-70 Hot Tag with your host, Chaos Chase, and the real Josh Elliott. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Chase, a.k.a. CR Media. Um, this is episode six of the I-70 Hot Tag. Um, to my to my right here, uh, my co-host, uh, Josh Elliott. Um, and then below us here, uh, our special guest, um, Greg Jovi. Greg, how are you doing tonight, man? Not bad, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, always like to hear the sound of my own voice, and I got opportunity to get to do that. I jump at it. So thanks for having me. Absolutely, Josh. Uh, Josh, how you doing tonight, man? Good, man. Good. This is a uh, this is a good time. I appreciate you joining us, Greg. Um, episode six, man. We've been doing this for a month and a half. It's uh, it's good stuff. Has it been a month and a half already? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Crazy. Crazy. Yes, it is. So, uh, like like Josh stated um, before we went live, uh, we will be breaking down um, CSW strapped. Um, but before before that, um, we're just gonna take a little bit of time, Greg, and uh, ask you a few questions. Um, you know, let our viewers get to know you. Um, let people who you know watch this in the library get a chance to know you. Um, and find out what you're all about and find out, you know, what you've got going on as well. Okay. Absolutely. Man. Um, yeah. Hit me with anything. Ab- um, so Greg, uh, do you have any social medias you want to share out right now or. Yeah. Best thing to do is hit me at, at heel money, Jovi on anything. If I want you to find me, you can find me with that heel money, Jovi. Uh, that's on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, for the most part, that's about all I use. But uh, yeah, hit me up on those if you want to keep abreast of what I'm doing, where I'm going to be. Uh, like we were talking about before we went on the air, I've got a pretty big June. Uh, so you can see me a few different places uh, across I-70 and beyond. So, Fantastic. Um, so CR Media, 
Um, of course, you can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. Um, the 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 handle is really easy at CR Media nineteen eighty eight. My friend Josh here. Um, you know, you can find him uh, various different places. Josh, let them know where they can find you, man. Yeah, you can find me at the real Josh Elliott. Um, I'm on Twitch, Twitter, and TikTok at that handle. Um, I also run the I-70 Hot Tag um, social media accounts, which we are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok as well. Um, on Twitter, it's actually Josh Elliott 12. Um, the real Josh Elliott is uh, taken by an ESPN analyst. So There's a dispute is what I'm yeah. hearing. I'm going to have to challenge him one of these days, but yeah, yeah. So you can find me there. Um, also the podcast platforms, uh, we, we drop every Friday. They're on all the major platforms, anchor, Google, Apple, Spotify, and Stitcher. So you can find those the day after our live streams. Fantastic. So we will, uh, we'll get right into this. Um, Greg wanted to ask you when and how did you get into professional wrestling? Um, I think the question is different for as a fan or how I got into it as a, as a, you know, like in the business, just as a fan, it was like male bonding, bonding time with my dad on Sundays back watching, uh, you know, Sunday morning WWF. Um, and I took off with it from there. Uh, I was a fan all my life, just never got away from it. Um, and then, so I actually, uh, started to go, my first events I started to attend locally and realized like, oh, there's a there's a smaller version of this and there's something that I can actually do and get involved in. Um, the exposure to independent wrestling was through gateway championship wrestling, which was, you know, the hot thing, uh, when we were there, uh, it, I mean, that's an absolute lie, uh, and, and, and slander that we're putting on the screen right now. Uh, that dog gave me a kiss before I went out. It was a, a absolutely adorable dog and I would never kick that dog. I'd kick Joe before I'd kick that dog. <laughs> but anyway we uh we uh so i you know i started going to these gateway shows and i tried to get in however i possibly could i tried to weasel my way in um which is a lot easier to do these days i wish i would have been around <laughs> you could weasel your way in through multiple different avenues these days there's all kinds of untrained weirdos running around professional wrestling but back then it was a little bit harder i tried to get in through like doing graphics and uh, stuff like that but i was like a 15 16 year old kid and you know no one would pay attention to me then so uh fast forward a little bit and i never fancied myself athletic or anything like that so i've been going to gateway shows for a long time uh gateway shut down and dynamo kind of took over in its wake as far as like the place to go get trained um and i was always on uh my one of my best high school friends matt fitchett to go get trained and i was like this is a place you could go get trained um, and I supported and nagged him to go do it until he did. Um, and then he was in for about six months and gave me a call one day. I was like, all right, dude, it's your turn. You're coming down. And I was like, I, man, I don't have any business doing this. Like I can't do it. Um, and we went down there and Dingo was the head trainer at the time at the dojo. It was an old, in an old like record studio somewhere. And, and I'm bad with St. Louis areas, but like somewhere in downtown St. Louis. And. I uh, went in and I, uh, I remember I sat down in front of the guy that runs the company and he kind of laughed and he's called me by my screen name from the gateway message boards. And I was like, Oh man, I'm in for it. This is not going to be good. Um, and 
quite the opposite. I mean, I think uh, because I sat and I did all the drills with them, um, you know, I did everything that they wanted to do. I remember the first time I was there, just bumping my ass off over and over again um, and almost getting it. And then Dingo up, put, you know, to the end of the session, he pushes everybody else out of the ring and it's just me and him in the ring. And he's running me through and he's like, you know, uh, you know, this is, uh, and he's kind of running me through basically like the nicest, like stiffing that you'll ever get. It was like, yeah, you know, like Stu, dude, hey, I'm going to teach you kid. And he'd, he'd screw you up. Uh, Dingo, you always knew he was going to get you, uh, because he would apologize first. He was like, uh, blah, 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 you know, like, uh, but I just wanted, you know, if you're going to be here, I want you to show, you know, a lot of people think this is fake and that's fake, but you know, a lot of this is real. Like, like these, this holds real and that holds real and forearms are real. I'm sorry. And he just hit me as hard as he could and knocked me on my ass. And I got back up and I think I started to win, uh, his respect and the respect of the people that were training at the time. Um, and I just kept coming back. I think persistence and not wanting to quit, uh, was the biggest thing. Cause I saw a lot of people walk in there that were more athletically gifted than me and, you know, bigger, taller, more muscular, whatever that would walk in and walk right back out because they couldn't take it. And, um, I just really, really wanted to do this. I wanted to do what I wanted to do now. I was very vocal about that when I walked in that I wanted to be a manager. I do remember before I actually set foot in there, uh, Jim, the, the guy that runs dynamo and, uh, and ran was over the training at the time. Uh, told Fitchett to sit, have me send in two test promos because I told him I wanted to be a manager. And, and uh, so, you know, it, there was that me and Fitchett cut one. And then I cut another one because at the time locally, there's a chain. Uh, I'm not sure whereabouts I-70 you guys are from. So I don't know how uh, how much and your fans this will actually hit with. But there was a, a string of ads around here for a liquor store called Dirt Cheap. And uh, their mascot is this giant chicken. And they put him in like a wrestling outfit and he one of their their big ads at the time was that he would beat one of these local wrestlers named johnny courageous that would wrestle for like south broadway and uh, he beats him in the ad so i cut the promo of like you know i'm bringing in the best athlete he's one and oh here in the st louis territory he's gonna come through he's gonna rage through your entire dynamo roster that's it i'm bringing in the dirt cheap chicken I'm coming and I, and I cut a whole promo about how I was going to manage the dirt cheap chicken. And I think that's what got me uh, to actually get the invite to come down to a training session. Um, and so, yeah, I, I did that for about six months um, before Dynamo started running shows uh, under the Dynamo Pro banner um, and they needed a ring announcer. So I jumped in and did that. Um, and just like anything that you kind of jump in and do, whether it's announcer, uh, ref, you kind of get pigeonholed as that and you have to work your way out of it. So um, I spent probably another six months trying to fight my way into the role that I really wanted um, and uh, eventually got there um, slowly, but surely uh, both in, in uh, dynamo and in LWA at the time, which would eventually become St. Louis anarchy. And um, that's kind of the origin of, of how I got in and, and became this, uh, multifaceted everything but a, an actual in-ring professional wrestler uh kind of thing but yeah i mean and and so uh you know just going in and busting your butt and training and that's that's what i always tell people now when they ask me like oh man, i, I want to manage or i want to do the ancillary things best thing you could do is go and get and train and you don't have to be the best wrestler and yeah it's going to hurt but i mean you're going to get a lot more respect if you go and try 
than if you just come in and go, well, I want to announce and they, and, and you just, you know, why? Well, cause I, I think I would be all right at it. Like, that. <laughs> well, um, that was, that was going to be my next question because, you know, we see that you, you are wrestling in, in July, correct? Correct. So yeah. have you, did you, did you ever wrestle or has your whole career strictly just been managing? Um, for the most part, my whole career has been managing. I've wrestled uh, three matches. So early on in Dynamo, um, I did wrestle a tag. I tagged with uh, Adam Rich against the Bum Rush Brothers, Shorty Biggs, and Outcast. And uh, I mean that was a, just kind of a quick deal. You know, it was it wasn't uh, wasn't much at all. Um, there was an almost match that we did with Nikki Strychnine. There was an angle where he was feuding with my group. And uh, I get a call one time. They're like, hey, this guy can't make it. Uh, so we think maybe, you know, it'd be because uh, this guy from your group was supposed to wrestle him. Maybe it'd be cool if you did it. And he just smokes you or whatever. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Um, and I get there and he starts pitching me the wildest stuff. Like, uh, the only the one thing I remember is he was like, man, maybe like I, uh, you know, we fight outside, I drape you over the guardrail, I do the RVD thing, like the leg drop. And I was like, who do you think I am? Like, and uh, and he goes over to a good friend of mine and was like, man, he doesn't want to do anything. And he's like, yeah, dude, he's a manager and he has a hurt neck. He's got like one professional match. Like <laughs> he hasn't trained in months. Like, because uh, that's that's another thing is I sort of got on the track of like, you know, maybe I keep seeing people walk out of here and maybe I could do this. Like, and uh, and we were at training one time and this big yoked up dude is down there and he hurls me like, he's wrestling Kurt Angle in the Olympics and just shoots me across the ring for the German suplex. And I landed on the back of my head. I felt every vertebrae crunch from the top of my skull down in between my shoulders. And I didn't even try to move for a good solid minute or two. Cause I thought I was like, if I try to move and I can't, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, and it was that moment. I was like, yeah, maybe we stick to the manager thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was my calling. Um, but you know, so that, that's why I kind of keep the in-ring action limited. Uh, the the most bell-to-bell match I've done is I promoted a company called uh, PWCS uh, for six years, and towards the end of that run, I did. You know, I at the time like Fitchett was starting to go off, and like I said, we're buddies from long from way back, and uh, we I was like, I want to match with you before you get signed, and I thought it could happen any minute at that time. And uh, so I was like, well, I'm, I got a company, let's do it. And we ran a story throughout the year and at our big uh, year end show, it culminated with a, a match between me and him and uh, a lot of smoke and mirrors and Vince McMahon spots. But uh, that's the best like bell to bell match I've ever done. Uh, and then I was in one of those uh, finale matches for PWCS as well, which I'll get into that at another time, but that was another small thing as well. But yeah, the, the, the fidget match is the most bell to bell that I've ever done. Um, and, and I've, you know, definitely I've done a few, like I said, you know, legit. Uh, I talk about it in a promo you'll see for St. Louis anarchy where I'm, I'm hyping the match with Rose and uh, you know, people don't know it. And a lot of people are going to scoff at it and go, hi, he's lying, but I'm the last dude in the dingo. I'm the last guy to, to go all the way through dingo's training, start doing events um, and come out the other side. And uh, no one's going to take that away from me. A lot of people want to give that to Fidget, but that's technically me. And, uh, yeah. you know, so maybe maybe I'll show Rose in July. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, you talked a little bit about St. Louis Anarchy. 
Um, so we know you're active in Anarchy. We know you're active in CSW. So currently, what other ventures do you have outside of those two promotions? Um, where can we see you guys at? Where are you at? I've been heavily involved with Journey Pro since the start. Um, I missed last uh, last month for some personal reasons, but I'm usually there managing Moonshine Mantel um, every month as well. Uh, and so, you know, Kansas City side, that's those are the main two. Uh, very, very happy to debut for Central States. It's been, uh, you know, a long time. I've, I've but when I first heard it be announced as what it was formerly, I wanted in and I was kind of needling and me and me and moonshine. I joke, we have the old one, two punch. Like I send a message and then I have moonshine ask and like, we just keep going back and forth until people give in. But, uh, uh, so yeah, that's been super, super fun. And, uh, you know, I can't recommend that enough. Um, and then journey pro has been great to me for a long time. Um, and then on this side, uh, of I 70, uh, in St. Louis, it's pretty much only um, St. Louis Anarchy at this point. I will be calling uh, when the video comes out. You'll hear me on the call for the Grand Ole Wrestling event that just went down. Um, uh, so, you know, I'm really excited to call that event. That was a huge deal. Um, and I, uh, I've always worked. I did uh, announcing for WrestleMax, uh, but I believe it's on a hiatus. And that could be uh, it could be back as soon as this summer or it could be a permanent hiatus. You know, no one really knows right now. So. Um, and then outside of this area, um, I'm kind of the man on deck for the commentary team. Of ran a story throughout the year. Um, and so AAW has been like a kind of, it was, uh, you know, it was a long time coming. I knocked on that. I wanted to work for that promotion since I saw Jimmy Jacobs for the IWA mid South title in the trash before I was ever in the business. And, uh, to be able to debut there, I got to call Fitchett. You know, I've talked about our past relationship. I got to call Fidget's AAW championship win in like this serendipitous moment. You know, I, I got to, uh, I got called in and that was my first main show for them. Um, and uh, it sounds like I might be back in June. Uh, so basically if one of their main guys can't make it, they tag me in. Um, so, uh, and very, very happy to be at all those different places right now. So, uh, you know, it, it's every place I go, I feel like it's top notch and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm too old and have too much of a, a going on in my personal life to waste my time with places that aren't five stars. So if you see me someplace, you know, I think it's, it's five stars. It's a, you know, it's something I would put my name on. Good. Uh, I'm glad you, uh, definitely glad you uh, brought that up. Cause, um, you know, Josh and I, we, uh, we were huge, um, NWL fans, NWL folded. Um, there was a lot, a lot of guys from NWL who are now with, um, DWF, CSW, um, and, you know, the pandemic kind of halted us going to wrestling events. And so I, I think, I think, uh, the DWF no turning back was the first local event we've been to since the, since the pandemic. Right. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a great show. Um, and, and love what, you know, love the work that Strider's doing and all those guys down there. And, um, so, and, uh, you know, actually watching journey pro has actually got me into St. Louis anarchy and, and then kind of what brought up this whole thing to do this. So for sure. Um, so I, I had a, uh, <laughs> I had a, uh, a question, you know, if you did wrestle, who was your first match against? You kind of answered that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who was your first client, though? Okay, and I'll I'll throw you a, a bone since I ran ahead with the story. My first match that I ever ran in training 
was against uh, the human wrecking ball, Pete Madden. Uh, Pete Madden, you know, huge, huge gateway championship guy. That's, you know, um, if you're, if fans are just getting into the air, local wrestling and stuff, look up some of his stuff. He probably trained, if he didn't train one of your favorite wrestlers, he probably trained the guy that trained one of your favorite wrestlers. I mean, cause he was influential in Dingo's career and Dingo, you know, spread out to so many of us. Um, but, uh, he was just the man to me. And he came down one like Memorial day and he had, he, they did a Saturday show and then we did training on Sunday and he was hell bent that I was going to be a full-time wrestler. And he made me work a match with him and called on the fly. And it was God awful, but he was like, see, it's terrible, but you did it. That was, <laughs> so that was the, the first time I ever really did like a bell of bell in ring action. Um, and then my first client was actually, I think it was Fitchett, but it was kind of this half-ass thing where I was still ring announcing for LWA slash St. Louis Anarchy, but they knew I wanted to be a manager really, really bad. So, like, I would call him out to the ring and then manage him, but I never did anything because he was a baby face. And so I was just like, rah, rah, beating on the mat, you know. Right. Um, the first consistent thing I had was with Dynamo Pro Wrestling. I managed the Ego Express, uh, Casey Carrington. And Stephen Kennedy, which are two of my favorite uh, guys in the entire world. When I would go um, at two gateway shows and stuff, I was a huge, huge fan of theirs. And then I started training more and more, and I was around them more and more. And, uh, you know, we all became really, really good, close friends, which is wild. Like sometimes we were just uh, a couple weeks ago, first game of the Blues playoff series. I went and watched it with, uh, with old Stephen Kennedy at a local bar and uh you know it's just funny to look at him sometimes and be like man i used to think you were the man like and i still think you're a, like the man but in a different way um you know so it's super cool to see friendships like that forge but um yeah we were the first united church of carrington which you can work out the acronym of what that spelled and uh and it was it was uh Kate, casey carrington Stephen Kennedy, and then a cast of characters that kind of floated in and out there towards the end. It was it was towards the end of my time at Dynamo, maybe the last six months, um, but it was super, super fun uh, working with him. And that's why throughout all the projects you've seen, I've always went back to Carrington because I think he's a guy that was underutilized and underappreciated. Uh, so I'd end up every couple of years, I'd drag his ass out of the mothballs to come and work with me again. There you go. Nice. Nice. So um, well, we saw you at CSW. You came out with Moonshine. Um, just quick question. You came out with, in a leather jacket, but you also were wearing a shirt underneath that leather jacket that said, shut up, Joe, buy. Is that short for sale for for people to buy if they wanted to? So, yes, it is. I'm really like low key about it because uh, it was on whatamaneuver.net and then everybody – I don't even super know what they did to be honest with you. Cause I try it. I really don't follow a whole lot of wrestling social media, but I know they did something bad because people were angry. So I pulled the link down, but if you want that shirt, that's the only place to get it right now. Um, what a maneuver.net. And you can search for Greg Jovi on there. I have that one. Um, and then I do have a, the family shirt as well for my stable at St. Louis anarchy. It's a, uh, like one of those cheesy pillows you'll see that are like in this family we and it but it's it's stuff that pertains to me so <laughs> so uh i know you talked about it a little bit but uh t- tell us a little bit more about how you and Ma- moonshine got paired up 
Oh man. That's one of my favorite things in this world. I do a whole podcast on my relationship with Moonshine Mantel. It is my favorite thing on this planet. Like we, I always joke that like Moonshine's the type of guy that like, you know, I'm, I'm really low key. And like, you know, I just feel like we would not, if we didn't meet through professional wrestling, I don't even know that he would like look my way, but at NWL, I was, I was cutting these promos. I was doing the Drew Gold thing. And uh, I think, you know, at the time, watching how he's grown, he grew through NWL. I wouldn't even say now, but just that time in NWL, he really struggled with getting in his head with promos. And so I think they knew that they were going to put the title on him. They knew they were going to turn him heel and they knew I'd give him that little extra bump. Um, And, but now he's a monster promo. You'd never know that now. And I, and so I feel like that time through NWL helped so many people being in front of a camera regularly and getting those reps. Um, but I, we showed up one day and I didn't know that it was going to happen. And they were like, Hey man, we're putting you with, with Maverick. And, uh, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I haven't really, I never really talked to him or anything. And I barely got that out of my mouth. And I hear from across the room, that's my manager. And he comes running up. He gave me a big hug. And I was just like, Whoa, okay. We're friends now, I guess. Like, and, <laughs> and we legit became so close outside of the ring. Like, obviously, we're separated by the state. So it's not, you know, we're, we're not hanging out all the time or anything. But, uh, you know, I, I give him a big hug and tell him I love him every time I'm at a show with him. And, uh, you know, we, he talked me through a lot of rough times in my personal life during that I was go- paralleled with NWL. Um, you know, he was my therapist throughout all that. And, uh, you know, we'd sit down and, and he was always, you know, he's just so, um, you know, professionally, he's such a big advocate for me. And that is something I can never repay because, you know, his, his ability and his look and his total package is going to break down doors that I never could on my own. And he could easily leave me in the dust, but you know, the dude has talked, talked me up to reality or wrestling and, uh, you know, he's, I'm sure he's the reason I'm at CSW is because he, you know, he wants me to go with him wherever I possibly can. And, uh, we both just believe in that act. And, and there's very few people, um, you know, Casey Carrington is one of them and, and Moonshine's one of them where it's like, man, it just works. And I love everyone I've ever managed. I can't think of anyone that, and I'd be the first one to bury somebody because I love burying people, but I can't think of a single person that I've managed that I was like, oh man, I don't really like this guy, you know, or I don't really, you know, believe in this person. But there's something about that duo that I just, I believe it should be everywhere. Like, I, I really believe that, um, you know, putting me and Moonshine together on a show, you can't go wrong. And, uh, and, but yeah, so, you know, we got stuck together there at NWL, like I said, and it was just, it seemed like instantly it worked. We just knew. Uh, where each other was going to be it only took us a few events to really get together and get like where and we you get to a point sort of like a tag team where you just share a brain with a guy um and and he's one of the few people that it's clicked with that you know super super early of just like oh man we're on the same page we get it we know where each other's going to be we know what we want he can give me a look and i know what he wants me to do and vice versa you know and uh so yeah it's just it's been it's as interesting as it's been to watch grow on stream, it's been just as interesting to watch it grow behind the scenes. Uh, Cause yeah, I, I absolutely love moonshine. He's, he's one of my favorite people in the business. It, it, it's funny you say that. Cause you know, we saw you and moonshine together in NWL uh, and we see you guys here and you know, 
I I like Moonshine a lot. He's got he's got the look. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's not your. I mean, he's got like that that big you know that big time look. Mm-hmm. They could they could call him tomorrow um, kind of look, and you know he just kind of seemed like real rough around the edges. And when we went to Strapped, there was a family that was sitting front row. Yep. Right, right to the side of us. And they had one of those God awful cheesy shirts that had, a, uh, you know, all like the head, like just oh, yeah, his shirt all over his face all over it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And I like him, me and Josh, like were looking at them as they were walking by. And I looked at Josh and I said, that's gotta be his wife and kids. There's <laughs> no way on God's green earth that anybody would wear that shit to to a wrestling event and uh and like we were like we both like came into agreement well afterwards the little girl was livid she was pissed and so like we went to go talk to him and she's like no 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 she's like i he trains us and she's like he's (laughs) awesome and my he met my kids my kids love him and and i'm just like wow (laughs) yeah and then you know when i when i talked to him after the event you know uh like i said when i went up to him at the merchandise table and he stuck his middle finger in my face i was like all right i'll give him i'll give him one more shot and then when i when i grabbed him and when i grabbed him right right as he was uh, leaving and he was just he was real soft-spoken he was real cool he's like you know he's telling me he's like hey i just started a new job like you know kind of bear with me but i'll get back to you like just real cool so I, I like what you touched on because there was a, when I ran PWCS, I right after NWL closed, I was like, I want to get this window of getting these NWL guys. And I booked moonshine versus Dak, Dak Draper and Jason, uh, who is my, my dude, like uh, my right-hand man that helped me run uh, PWCS. We both uh, at intermission, I think they went pre-intermission and he came back and he was like, dude, those guys are just on a different level and not even like, you know, it wasn't like, oh my God, they're so much better than everybody else. But like you said, like the look and how they wrestle. And he was like, you could tell that they were, that they were trained to wrestle for TV. You know, and he was just like, they just get it. Like, you know, and then lo and behold, you know, Dak Draper ends up becoming a fixture on, on ring of honor. And, uh, but yeah, just, those are just a couple guys that get it. And, and another thing, you know, not to make it the moonshine podcast, but like I said, I could talk about him the whole time, but uh, you know, you're not going to find another dude with as much passion uh, as Moonshine. Like, whatever you give him, he's going to own it 110%, hit the ground running, and he wants everywhere that he goes to be a success. He wants everything we do to be, you know, the most talked about, the best thing on the on the show. Um, you know, he just really – he really wants to put – he puts 110% into everything he does, man, so – um, yeah, everything yeah. he has in front of him, he'll he will have earned it because he's he works more than uh, your average dude. I uh, I hollered from the I hollered from the crowd. You know, I I I like to get involved, and I like getting involved with you guys because a it's fun for me, but b it, it you know it makes it everybody else around you has fun as well. Like it gets it helps get the crowd into it. So uh, when we went to no turning back, I said something to Moonshine. Moonshine said something to me. Um, you know, that's what I love about those small arenas is, you know, you, you can hear everybody, mm-hmm. uh, at strapped. I said something, I said something to him and he came flying out of the ring and he's like, who said that? And before I could say anything, 
there was this mouthy little 17, like he couldn't be older than 16. He was so wet behind the ears. He stood up and he was like, I said it. And then like Moonshine was like, say it to my face. And that kid came flying up at Moonshine. <laughs> and I, I heard him talking after the event or like I heard him talking to like afterwards. And he was like, he was like, yeah, he told me, he's like, man, I can't believe you really came up all this way. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah. Dallas, Dallas had a, Dallas had a lot of great things to say about uh, moonshine as well. So 100%. Yeah. So, um, kind of shifting gears a little bit. Um, so being a manager yourself, there's been a lot of great managers in mainstream, uh, WWF, WCW, all that. So who, who would you consider to be the best manager of all time? I, I think if you answer anything other than Paul Heyman, you're lying to yourself. I mean, the guy's made the most money. He's been the most consistent for the longest period of time. He continues to do it at a main event level at a time where it's just absolutely dead. You know, I don't have a dream of making it to the WWE or even making it to AEW because it's such a dead art form that is really oftentimes not appreciated. But even in that time, Heyman, they realize the, the value in Paul Heyman and that he's continues to be involved in every main, you know, you look at how many years now is it since the return of Lesnar that he's been on top, you know, I mean, he was on top of Lesnar the whole time. They've shifted gears to Roman and he's on top of Roman. And, uh, you know, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't think that he, he was great in 1980, whatever, and he's still great now. And you can't say that for a whole lot of people. There's a reason you don't see Jim Cornette, on WWE TV, there's a reason, you know, you don't see some of these guys. The only one that I think if health wouldn't have gotten in the way that could have, uh, could have continued to last on to this era was maybe Bobby Heenan. Um, but even him, you know, I think you'll watch the later WCW and stuff like that. And obviously, you know, uh, he was started to deal with his health issues and things like that. But um, I just wonder if that, if he would have, how long he would have been able to stick around or stick with it, you know, and maybe the age plays a factor a lot. Of, he's probably my number two is is heenan um because again i look back at like the weasel suits matches and things that he did and he was the total package the way i want to be um so i mean that's those are the that's my one and two and i think it's a large gap before you get to anybody else but heyman's got to be number one i uh i I'll, I'll agree with you on the on the heyman one and I, I i i mean i don't think there's much room for argument because as you know, as we've seen WWE transition over the years, um, you know, and they, they cater to a, a certain type of audience um, more than, you know, more than guys our age or whatever. Um, Brock and Paul have been able to get away with some of the most outrageous stuff on TV, um, saying stuff, uh, you know, I mean, everybody talks about seeing punks pipe bombs, but, you know, Heyman and Heyman and Lesnar can say stuff that's just like will make my jaw drop and be like, man, I can't believe they let him get away with that. And and they do. So and they they're continuing to to be the top guys. So um Greg, uh if you could pick one wrestler from the mainstream to manage, who would you do it and why? Man, that's rough. Um Let's see a mainstream guy I'd like to attach myself to. Um, yeah, I want it to be somebody that like, I obviously will well, attach myself to the top guy. I mean, of course, it'd be great to Roman or, you know, uh, you know, Hangman, CM Punk, anything like that. But they don't need you. 
I like being with somebody that at least when the, when you start needs you. Um, you know, so I don't know. I look through it at you know, who needs a little bit of a bump or who needs a little, you know, to really like be turned uh, up to that next level. Um, and, and maybe doesn't get the, you know, you know, I've never managed um, like a, I've never got to manage a, a big time female wrestler. Like that's what I really liked about the dynamic with me and Angelus Lane. That was the first time I've gotten to manage a female wrestler. I think that's a fun dynamic. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe a big time like heel and AEW get the, for put the on their women's division. Um, and I don't know who Scott is, but nah, man, I, John Silver don't need me. John Silver's the man. Look at him. He's 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 getting over on his own. He doesn't need me. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, like. I don't know how cool would it be to be like a to manage Chris Statlander have her be heel. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, man with no clue, uh, Jade Cargill. I don't. I mean, like I'm kind of mad on Cargill. Like I think you either love her or you hate her. There's really no like not a super in between. But uh, I mean, I'm ten thousand times better than Smart Mark Sterling. So yeah, I could do, I could do a hell of a lot better with that. <laughs> She as over as she is now, but whatever parts uh, old Mark Sterling has with it, uh, you know. Unfortunately, I wasn't born in Long Island. I didn't meet Matt Cardona, which is the only reason that guy has a job. So uh, I certainly <laughs> would love to be put in that position uh, and manage a champion. Yeah, I don't know. It's a hard. It's something I don't, I don't really think about because I don't think about being there. I guess I don't think about getting to that point. Um, FTR too, like managing managing FTR. Like the, I think that's. Uh, or even in a uh, the you think about the, the complete gear shift of uh, of talent wise, like um, what about? Oh, I've got one. I know I had one more, and it just escaped me. Oh, like like House of Black, you know that's that's a very different thing from what I've ever done. But like being able to be the mouthpiece behind them uh, would be super cool. Absolutely. Um, sure. You know, we talked about that. We talked about the look. Um, I, I think that's why I like Jade Cargill so much. And, and Josh and I have talked about this as well. You know, Jade Jade has that look, um, that superstar yeah. look. Uh, I, I can think of one female wrestler um, who absolutely positively needs a mouthpiece, um, especially, uh, you know, She's new, but, you know, I think she could be a star if she just, you know, had somebody like you or Paul Heyman, and that would be Ronda Rousey. Oh, hell yeah. There you go. How did I not think of that? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's chasing Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, so yeah. So, as we kind of round this interview out, um, just a few more questions. Um, so do you have any hobbies outside of professional wrestling? Are you a sports fan? What, what kind of things you got to do outside of wrestling? Yeah. Big sports fan. I, yeah. You guys should be uh, ha- honored that I am missing the opening of the blues playoff game right now to speak with you guys. Um, I, I, uh, I thought about that as soon as, yeah. as soon as I saw you wearing the Jersey, we've got they a friend. Who, drop. Yeah. We, uh, we got a friend who won't, who wouldn't come on the damn podcast because uh, <laughs> or, I mean, at least join the chat to get our viewer count up because of the blues games on. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, big, big hockey guy. Um, uh, like the occasional video game, uh, big D and D player. Uh, I really enjoy playing D and D a couple groups of friends. Uh, 
wrestling does get in the way of that. Everybody wants to meet on Saturday nights. Uh, so yeah. a lot of times I'm, I'm, uh, I've been more absentee lately than I've been with it, but uh, yeah, it's a big DD player. Love that. Love fantasy football. When year comes around for that, that, that consumes my soul from the entire football season. Um, and that's pretty much me. That other than that, I mean, you can find me in my living room, hang out with my girlfriend and our dogs and uh, yeah, that simple, simple life Monday through Friday. <laughs> Well, uh, Greg, uh, where would one contact you if they wanted to book Greg Jovi in their promotion? Uh, best thing to do, uh, hit me up on those those handles I threw out earlier, Instagram or Twitter, um, at Heel Money Jovi, either one of them. Uh, so book me for podcasts, wrestling events, bar mitzvahs, whatever you'd like to do. Book, eh, book me, I'll come, to, I'll come yell at it. You got a spot for me to yell, I'll come yell. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, man, we, we really appreciate you coming on, man, taking the time. Um, you know, this is uh, fairly new to us podcasting. We've been six weeks in, but um, extremely excited and uh, honored to have you on the show. Um, oh, yeah, honored to come on, guys. Thank you so much. Happy, anytime you want to have me back on, I'd be happy to come back on. So um, make sure when you go run down the card, you put over those straps, shots I took. Oh, for sure. How's I your back feeling? <laughs> we're doing all right. We're doing all right. It's a little easier to move now almost. So we're hanging I, in there. I, 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 popped for, I popped pretty hard. So uh, <laughs> yeah. if, you, uh, if you get an opportunity to check out the, the past episodes, I've been, uh, been real hard on, on Moonshine uh, only because uh, there's a distinct audio of him calling, uh, telling me to get my fat ass in the ring. and. <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I did get my fat ass on the ring. I had to protect my boy. So yeah, <laughs> there you go. Bye, <laughs> right, Greg. We right, appreciate thanks, it, man. Absolutely, Greg. Uh, you know, um, we wish you luck, man, and uh, you know, can't wait to can't wait to see you. Um, him and I have both talked about making our way out to St. Louis. Um, I am not a fan of St. Louis, uh, the town. Uh, I'm a Blues fan, but uh, definitely not a fan of the town. So. Um, if I go to St. Louis, I try to leave as soon as possible. So, well, luckily you get to skip right past that son of a bitch. You just go right into Alton, Illinois. You don't have to worry about stopping in St. Louis. There you go. <laughs> yep. All right, Greg. Thank you again, sir. Thank you, guys. Bye, right, buddy. Thanks. Bye. All right. All right. Mouth of the Midwest. Good, good stuff there. Oh man, I meant to. I meant to throw that out there, the mouth of the Midwest, because I it, he told me uh, he told me never to call him that again on on Instagram or Twitter. I can't remember which. Or, uh, really? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, that's how I introduced him. So <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> well, I, I think uh, I, I think it was uh, I, I think it was you know uh, you know he was in character when he said it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> He didn't. He didn't tell me I was blocked like uh, Campbell Myers. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so man, that was uh, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely, uh, definitely excited. Um, appreciate that, Brody. Yeah, uh, happy birthday to uh, our friend Brody here. Brody Hall. Um, yep, he is thirty-three years old. God, that sounds old when I say it. 
but I know I'm older than him. Yeah, it's not because I'll be 35 in two months. So, yeah. <laughs> man. So appreciate you guys uh, joining in, all of you uh, who are in the chat, both on uh, Facebook and Twitch. Uh, appreciate you joining in on us. I did in the Instagram uh, live, so I uh, directed them over to the live stream here so we could interact and uh, talk some CSW strapped. Absolutely. So um, now that we have just us two, I am going to bring the chat on. Because I, I replied to, uh, there was Man With No Clue, 911. I think he was one of Greg's followers. And I replied to him under my Twitch account. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, if the chat's not on the screen, I don't know if anybody else could have saw that. So, um, actually, I think they can. I think it comes up as like Restream Bot or something. It does. Um, if you're on Twitch, it says Restream Bot. If you're on Facebook and somebody from Twitch comments, you don't see it. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, yeah, well, the yeah. majority of the majority of our viewers are on uh, Facebook. So, okay. Um, so guys, again, appreciate you joining in. Um, you know, appreciate your guys' comments and everything. Loved, uh, you know, loved getting the the feedback and the questions while we were interviewing Greg and and talking to Greg. Um, that was fantastic. Uh, you know, I. Uh, I, I, I was worried, you know, he was gonna, he was gonna, you know, um, he was gonna bury us <laughs> when he came in. So, uh, you know, he, that was, that was awesome. I appreciate him playing it cool. And, yep. uh, I, I, it, that would have been my fault if he did. Cause I told him, I said, Hey man, if you want to do it in character, you're more than welcome to, if you, if you don't want to do it in character, you're, you're cool. So, um, we got more where that came from guys. Uh, next week we will have, uh, Michael Strider, um, NWA, uh, former NWA central States champion. Um, yeah. also, uh, you know, Kansas city Midwest, uh, wrestler. Um, but he is also the booker now of CSW wrestling. So, uh, we are super, super excited about having him on. Um, just as, just as excited as we were to have Greg on and, and have Dallas on. So, um, Crazy, crazy to think how this thing's going, man. This, um, you know, you and I went to went to CSW over on Saturday, and you know, it's crazy how you and I went up and talked to different wrestlers at the merch table or, or you know, in the concourse area. And when we approached them, hey, you guys want to, you know, you guys interested in doing a podcast? And they said, oh yeah, like, oh got, yeah, you got you're the I seventy, yeah, I seventy hot tag. And I'm like, well, damn, you guys know who we are. You know, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, it's, it's pretty humbling, you know, to kind of see that the, the guys that we're talking about promoting, that's, that's the whole goal of this thing. You know, we're not promoting ourselves. We're wanting to put over, you know, the, the promotions, the wrestlers, the, the managers, the eventually the referees, the owners, obviously Michael Strider's coming on next week, but that's our whole goal is just putting these guys over and talking, uh, talking Kansas city, I 70 St. Louis, professional wrestling and uh it was it was cool that these guys you know we talked to that you know one of the we'll talk about him in a minute uh walking up to Dak Draper and we talked about him a little bit a little bit ago and he's talked about uh hey you guys want to come on the podcast and he was the first one to say oh yeah yeah i70 you guys are the hot tag aren't you yeah he goes yeah man absolutely well i'm down for 30 to 45 minutes so uh you know 
cool stuff. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get Dak on uh, sometime in the future. And uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta jam pack next couple shows with uh, with some very exciting guests starting next week with uh, Strider. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome, Scott. So I uh, I uh, appreciate. It. Shout out to my man Scott, man. Uh, uh, you know, coming in coming in the clutch last night uh, in the AEW Dynamite post show. Uh, you know, he uh, he jumped in and um, you know kept me company, so I wasn't talking to myself and. Nice. Uh, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of punched me in the gut. Cause I started off the show and I was like, Hey guys, I'm gonna post this link. And whenever you, you know, if anybody wants to come join the show, they're more than welcome to. And then uh, nothing happened for like 30 minutes. And then, and then Scott finally was like, came to the rescue. So uh, I appreciate my man. that. My man, Scott. <laughs> so strapped. Uh, and you know, we, we might've done this last week, but you know, uh, we had talked about we talked about the reason why this event was called Strapped, right? Yep. Um, you know, uh, Moonshine Mantel, uh, who Greg Jovi manages, who was just on our show, um, had a match with uh, the Cowboy Killer Derek Neal, and um, and you know, Derek Neal carries a strap out to the ring. Um, the strap got involved. Uh, et cetera, all that good stuff set up for this match. Uh, this was the main event. Um, and, and this main event did not disappoint. So, uh, it was very, very good. Um, the whole show altogether was good. So, um, definitely, uh, definitely excited about this one. Uh, the pre-show, we got to see our, our guy, Mighty Micah. Against Rex Amadeus, 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 I believe Rex Amadeus. That's the second time. All I know, all I know is Rex has uh, a Darth Maul emblem on the side of his trunks, and uh, and I was I was messing with I was messing with Rex when he came out to the ring. I told him Darth Maul sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I I happen to like Darth Maul. He's a he's one of my favorite Star Wars characters, Um, but. But uh, I I don't think I don't think Rex took it too well because after afterwards I went I went to Rex and I was like hey great match buddy and he was just like uh huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um th- this was good this was good to see uh see Mighty Micah get in uh get in a match I know last time last time we went to CSW I think he was you know kind of helping out uh, a little bit and. Um, so to see Micah, uh, get in there and have a match, uh, um, and, and, uh, mighty Micah doing the Superman punch, uh, made me yeah. pop, um, every single time he did it. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was cool. It was cool to see him, uh, at, at no turning back. And then now to actually see him in the ring, um, live in action. Yeah, it was, it was cool to see him and, and Rex, you know, that's the second time we've seen him both, uh, both in the pre-show. He wrestled uh, Dallas Cade last month, so um, yeah, wrestled yeah. wrestled wrestled both of our uh, both of um, two of our two of our top guys that we like uh, in CSW. So For sure. uh, Rex is Rex is doing Rex is doing pretty good, man. Yeah, um, I, I like his I like his look. You know, he's got that he's got that long hair and that big, humongous mustache. Yep. Um, you know, uh, so I. Uh, uh, Rex, Rex has grown on me, so. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Um, so this was the pre-show match. Um, I, I, I about shit my pants, my friend, when I found out we were going to start this event off with, um, the Howlets and ground, ground, grindhouse. Um, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I, I mean, and this match, man, was so awesome. I mean, they could have, uh, I could have gone home happy after this match. Yeah. I, I mean, there was, there was a small part of me that was like, I, I told myself, I was like, if this is the best match of the night, I'm okay with that. And it, I mean, it, it was, it was up there, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't the only good match that night. So, right. Um, right. Uh, well, this match, like, you know, and I'm with you when, when, when we heard the, the music for the first time and they came out and we, we, we were realizing we're getting this top match, the, one of the matches, if not the one match besides the strap match that I was looking forward to the most. I mean, what a way to start the match off you know, the night off with a bang is with the Howlets and the Grindhouse, the two best tag teams in Kansas city, St. Louis, all across the I 70, um, I mean, what a phenomenal showing. And the match went, and the, the announcer even said that after the match, what the what was it, 13 seconds left in, yeah. in a time limit? They almost went to a time limit, and the match ended. So, I mean, it was it was amazing. And, and it wasn't like what we saw last month with the Howlets being in a, uh, you know, in a, a hardcore, you know, no, false counting underway match like that. But it was an actual in-the-ring full-on match and it was uh absolutely fantastic so i i couldn't understand the announcer every single time he i knew he was giving us a time limit update when he did it but i couldn't understand him how i knew was after the match we had that little kid next to us who was who was hyped for that whole event yeah uh that little that little dude with the glasses next to us who was just i mean he was hollering all of it and after after the bell rang, he's like looking at me and he's like, he's like, oh, my God, there was seven seconds left or 13 or I can't remember what he said. And I was like, I was like, is he serious? And then, like, I heard other people saying it, too. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, what a match. But yeah. And which is funny because we're sitting right next to uh, we're sitting right next to the ring announcer. I just whenever he came on, I just I couldn't catch it. I knew he was like I said, I knew he was giving us time limit updates. I just right. couldn't hear it. So. Yeah. Uh, so I had, I, I, you know, I had kind of like elbow June was like, uh, premier's going to come out here. Like they're dressed for, they're dressed for action. Uh, they were, they were scheduled to make a special appearance. So the premier's going to come out here and, uh, that did not happen. Um, which was, which was fucking awesome because, uh, it, it, you know, we'll, we'll get to it later in the match, but, uh, yep. Niles Plunk, who I have not seen wrestle live uh, since NWL. Um, so it was very awesome to get him uh, or to see him in CSW and see him coming and, uh, um, you know, get in there and uh, wrestle a match. He wrestled a uh, Jameson Holly. Jameson Holly. Yep. 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 Yeah, man, like 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 you said, it. We haven't seen Niles Plonke since uh, since NWL, and 
And I was excited for this just because, you know, when we saw him in NWL, if for some, for whatever reason, um, probably because it's pure, you know, the, the gimmick, the wine connoisseur, um, and his in-ring ability, honestly, is it, it kind of stuck with me. Just like we talked about last week when I told you that I went to a uh, WLW event back in 2006, 2005, when I was still in high school, um, and Superstar Steve kind of stuck with me. Now it's Plonkade, for whatever reason, the gimmick, the, the in-ring ability – kind of stuck with me through the the last five years or so. So to see him in the event here in Kansas City again, being able to see him in uh, in person, good stuff. Same gimmick, continued with the wine, the wine gimmick as he did in NWL. So um, it was good stuff, you know, and he, he plays up a great heel, um, you know, was chatting to the crowd throughout the whole, the whole match. Um, but to kind of shift gears, Jamison Holly. Um, this is my first experience with with Holly. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen him wine, before, wine, but uh, he uh, he he was impressive too. You know, he he had you know a you talked about Rex's you know facial hair. This guy had a gigantic mustache that the crowd absolutely ate up and chanted yeah. throughout the match. Which Nas Planke pissed him off, made fun of it the whole time. So yeah. Um, Niles Plonke got the match or got the win and uh, defeated Jamison Holly in a uh, in a pretty good match. Like I said, it was it was good to see Niles back in the back in a live setting for sure. So, uh, you know they they announced you know Michael Strider had come out to the ring and announced uh, at No Turning Back that Gil Rogers had sustained an energy or an injury and yep. would not be uh, active at that show at No Turning Back. So we got a surprise that Gil Rogers came out during this. And uh, for our viewers who are not familiar with um, Kansas and Missouri independent professional wrestling, I wouldn't be doing this podcast justice if I didn't let you know that uh, Gil Rogers has been a uh, a staple in Midwest wrestling for for years. Um, So uh, he is very, very loved with the Kansas City crowd. uh, you know, it's it, he. Whenever he shows up, the the crowd just goes nuts. Um, uh, so he came out and um, stated that he uh, he was assaulted, um, and that was uh, that was the reason for the injury. Um, that the reports that he fell or uh, or whatever it was were weren't true, um, and that he was going to get down to the bottom of who injured him. And he had appointed a detective and that detective turned out to be, um, Dak Draper. So, uh, very, uh, Josh was very, very excited when, uh, when Mr. Draper came out and, uh, him and, yeah. And, uh, and, um, him and Gil Rogers were, uh, or in the ring, uh, doing their thing. And then we were treated to a match with uh, Dak Draper and Luke Langley. Um, and Luke's uh, Luke's come come a little bit uh, uh, has done a little bit of one eighty on his character. Uh, you know, he is uh, no longer a uh, a shaman yoga um, incense burning um, individual. He uh, he has aligned himself with uh, the scum of the earth. 
uh, Jeremy Wyatt and uh, just gone through a, a slight character change a little bit. So um, uh, this was, this was, this was definitely fun. Um, but uh, you know, Dak Draper, uh, Dak Draper walked away with a W. So, yeah, yeah. Good match. Um, I actually recorded this uh, and posted it to our uh, Instagram page. You can see the video of the finish of this match. Um, Dak Draper getting that win, lifting Luke Langley up on his shoulders and, uh, and getting the W. I know that the match was initially um, announced or promoted to be Dak Draper versus Vic Capri. There was no, mention as to what happened to Vic Capri um on whether or not if you if you why he just, wasn't at the event. Just incredible on Xbox called and wanted their boots back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was actually I was actually going through my photos from No Turning Back and there was like this there was this picture I took with my camera that was zoomed in on his boots and I was like what in the fuck? Why do I have a picture of Vic Capri's leg? <laughs> and then I, uh, I tried to, I tried to, I tried to Google lens it, but uh, I, I, I still swear it was, it was, it's Xbox boots. Anyway, it probably is. It probably is. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, you know, like I said, you know, it was, it, it was, it was a decent match. Um, it was nice to see Draper get the win there, um, and nice to see Luke, uh, Luke Langley outside of that yoga gimmick, like you said. You know, we're so used to seeing him in the in the uh, the tag team called the Enlightenment, which uh, primarily I'm not sure if it ran much outside of Journey, but I'm sure it ran more than just outside of uh, Journey Pro. But um, he, you know, him and uh, I think it was Mike Seidel that were the Enlightenment, and they had that yoga uh, gimmick. But it's nice to see him kind of transition out of that. But um, yeah, good match, and I am uh, I'm excited to see kind of the the videos they post on on uh, social media of uh different uh him and gil rogers in the detective mode on uh trying to find get the bottom of who injured gil so that'll be uh more to come on that for sure absolutely i uh i got real close to my microphone like this because i wanted you to uh endorse the um the tag because you said you posted the video on instagram i wanted you to let our viewers know where they could find that instagram you can find that instagram <laughs> at di70 hot tag uh that is our uh that you can find that on all major um social media platforms including um facebook tiktok twitter di70 hot tag i post pretty much the same content on all four platforms uh with the exception of tiktok tiktok's only videos um but the other three are the uh the same stuff so you can uh, follow on whichever your favorite is or all three that'll uh stuff there so i uh i i wanted to uh, make a note um there was uh there was a guy sitting next to us um who was not wearing a dag draper shirt during the event uh but the dude dipped out um the dude was drinking straight vodka and he was double fisting <laughs> he was double fisting i was like because he had like these little plastic cups yeah and uh and I was like, I was like, surely they didn't charge you for those cups of water. And then he like gave me a side eye and he's like, this isn't water. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's double fist in vodka. And then as we're walking out, you know, I saw him and I was like, I, I was giving him shit. Cause he, 
he bought one of the he bought one of the Denver themed Dak Draper shirts, uh, which which phenomenal phenomenal marketing for uh, for my man Dak Draper. Uh, he's got a Kansas City Chiefs themed like red and yellow uh, t shirt, and then he's got the the uh, the Denver Denver Broncos themed shirt. And depending on depending on you know who comes up to the table and who wants to buy, he's got both available. So this guy was wearing one of the Denver themed ones, and I, I was joking with him. I was like, "Well, I'm glad you moved." And I was like, "Cause I uh, cause I wouldn't want you sitting next to me wearing that shirt." And he was like, "I love me some Big D." <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, yeah, I just wanted to. Wanted to throw that out there real quick. I'm curious to see how many uh, how many Dak Draper shirts uh, color schemes there are because when we talked to him at No Turning Back, he had mentioned that he uh, he actually sells shirts for each colored team that he the, the city that he's in. So when the Rams were there in St. Louis, I'm sure there was blue and yellow. I'm sure there's yeah. a blue and yellow Dak Draper shirt out there. If he goes to Texas, you, I'm sure there's a Dallas hey. themed one. So. He mentioned he mentioned that you know he was living in the he was living in the Jacksonville area and he was move him and his wife were moving back to the Kansas or looking to move to the Kansas City area, so I'm sure you could find some ugly ass teal. I would buy it absolutely. <laughs> you should uh, you should message you should message him when uh when we when we message Jack to ask him to come on to the I seventy hot tag. You should uh you should ask him if he has any ugly ass teal. Dak Draper shirts. <laughs> Absolutely. Love it. Love it. So, um, man, this, uh, this next match. Um, so this match was, uh, originally scheduled for, uh, DWF, no turning back. Um, uh, and then, you know, Jeremy Wyatt was not uh, was not able to make that event, um, and uh, we were we were very curious to see what uh, what Jeremy Wyatt would come out with. Um, you know the the promo art all month had said you know the DW or the yeah the DWF championship, and then uh, I, I see your note here that when the ring announcer said it, uh, he called it the CSW championship, but it was clearly still the DWF. Um, I'm sure at some point we will get a, a, a new CSW championship. Those things take, take time to make, but, uh, yep. Um, yeah, man, this, uh, this match was, this match was good. And, uh, there was, there was so many close calls in this match. Um, that I think for the last five minutes, I thought that I thought that uh, Mike Outlaw was going to pull this out. Yeah, and and that scumbag Jeremy Wyatt found a way to 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 last. So he found a way. Yeah, you know there yeah. was a there was a ton of false finishes. Um, you heard the announcer announcing how much time was left. And uh, yeah, when he came when when he came on there and said like I think it was like thirty seconds or so, you nudged me and you were like, you were like this this is about to end in a draw, and I'm like I was like fuck this better not, and then it did, and I mean, it was worth it. 
hundred percent. Like it was a, it was the right call. Um, it kept both guys strong. You know what's, you know, we, we've already heard, if you guys haven't heard the promo, go back and watch it. You've already heard that uh, Mike Outlaw has challenged Jeremy Wyatt to the um, to the June event, CSW. I'm not sure if they've titled that an event yet, but he has challenged them for a, uh, a rematch for the uh, CSW DWF title in a no time limit match. Um, Wyatt has posted his... Uh, you know, rebuttal, his reply. I'm assuming I did not watch that video yet, but I'm assuming it's an acceptance um, saying this is your last shot. I'm assuming, but um, so it looks like we're going to get another uh, outlaw Wyatt match in a no time limit uh, fashion, but it was, it was a fantastic match as good as the Howlett's and Grindhouse was um, Wyatt and Outlaw put, um, put on a hell of a show and were, was up to, if not exceeding what we saw in the opening match. Um, and the fact that um, we, we got the time limit draw, which is a, which is the second time limit draw match that I've seen Jeremy Wyatt wrestle the first one being against Jer- Gary J and Journey Pro uh, pre-pandemic, um, it, that just means more Jeremy Wyatt. We get to see wrestle. We I absolutely love his style of wrestling. Um, he, he's such a technical. I, I'm not even sure how to say. It. He's he's a great technical wrestler. He he puts on um, such great matches. He he moves really well in the ring. He's a great heel. He pisses people off um, and absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. And um, so to get more Jeremy Wyatt, I'm good with the time on the draw. I love dragging this out. I love Outlaw too. Um, We've seen him multiple times across Kansas and Missouri, seeing him in CSW, seeing him in Glory Pro, Anarchy. So it's just Outlaws all over the place. So it's just a matter of time before Outlaws uh, carrying a title, but uh, whether or not that becomes the CSW title next month was yet to be seen. But uh, um, I, if, if if I had anything to say with it, I'm going to be in attendance and I'm going to see this match again because uh, CSW has not, in the two two events we've been to, have not put on a bad event and not a bad match. I've enjoyed every single match. Hell, hell no. Yeah. Hell no. Uh, <laughs> I mean... Um, dude, <laughs> the, the howlets in the premiere, the street fight from the last event, um, this, this fucking Jeremy Wyatt, Mike outlaw match. And, and dude, this was half the show. Yeah. Like we're, we're right here and this is the intermission. Um, so I guess, uh, I, you know, this was, this was so cool. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to kind of, going to kind of, you know, run with this a little bit. Um, Josh, you know, Josh, you messaged me a couple days before the event and actually you messaged me like three days before the event. You were like, what if we, what if we printed out flyers and pass them out at the event? And I was like, I was like, dude, that sounds badass, but, uh, the events in like three days and I don't think we have time to do that. And then, uh, Friday, uh, it was like Friday night. You messaged me and you were like, I got the flyers and you, you took a picture of them, sent it to me. And I was like, 
I was like, holy shit, dude. So, uh, yeah, at intermission, you and I ran out there and, uh, I was scared to death. Um, you know, I'm always worried about like putting flyers on somebody's car. Cause you know, uh, right, right. you know, people are weird about that kind of stuff. And, but, uh, no, I, I didn't have anybody, uh, you know, I had a couple people see us doing it and nobody said anything. And, um, uh, I, I haven't I haven't checked the I seventy uh, hot tag uh, uh, numbers this week. Uh, was there was there an incline or? Um, I don't know. That's uh, that's gonna have to be uh, something we look at afterwards. I'm not uh, I'm not checking the Facebook feed. Um, actually, we are live on. Uh, I restarted a live stream on Instagram. Um, so. No, no, I'll talk about your following. Have you, did you gain? Did you gain some followers this week? Or? Oh, I saw. I, I gained some followers on uh, on TikTok. There was a uh, there was about three or four different um, follows that happened there. I did see some Facebook activity as well. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I think I think the uh, the advertising worked. Um, For so, fuck's sake! For fuck's sake! Just say it did. It did absolutely. Okay. 100%. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we put us, we put a spot to talk about it. We might as well lie about it. <laughs> no, I think, no I, uh, every other social media platform, um, it, it, we, we, we gained followers this week. So awesome. Awesome. Uh, so, um, after intermission, uh, other than, other than handing out flyers, you uh, you you did a couple things during the intermission too, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I actually spoke to Joe, who is a uh, one of the Booker owners of CSW. Um, is that with him? Is that Joseph yep. McDonald? Joseph McDonald. Okay. Yep, yep. Same guy that <laughs> talked to Joe by. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we I talked to him um, at intermission. He uh, he seemed super. Um, super cool. Um, shook his hand, talked to him a little bit. Um, very similar to the wrestlers that we talked to. I said, Hey, you know, I'm, I just wanted to say, Hey, I'm Josh. I'm, I'm from the, uh, the I 70 hot tag. And he immediately goes, Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, we're, we're definitely going to get on the show. Um, you know, had a couple endeavors he needed to do personally and, uh, obviously stressed with everything going on with putting on a wrestling show. I could not even imagine what, um, what the level of stress that includes. Um, we can think that, Hey, we're going to book this match. And this is the person who's going to, you know, who's going to go over and we might try. Yeah. We think it's going to be easy, but you know, it's not, there's more no, than, I mean, just, than just, there's only, there's only one way to find out. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I can Maybe. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe the I seventy hot tag, uh, you know, <laughs> books an event. <laughs> you never know. You never, never know. know. <laughs> but, um, but he was he was extremely, um, extremely nice. Um, met him in person, talked to him for a little bit. Um, so he he is he's expressed interest without even I saying anything about it. He just said, "Hey, I'll you know we'll definitely be on." Um, so great guy. I've talked to him now. We've talked to Strider. Um, and there's a third um, member that we can announce later on in the show that's that's doing a lot more behind the scenes um, things with CSW. I just the whole crew with Central States Wrestling is absolutely phenomenal um, from top to bottom. So yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. So 
I couldn't say anything better about them. They they are uh, they're great, great, uh, great guys. So, yeah, agreed. So this was um, this was cool, man. After intermission, we got to see uh, Marty Bell and Miranda Gordy, and this is the first uh, women's match um, that I've seen uh, post pandemic. Um, actually I think this is no, cause I've, I've gone to journey pro, uh, and there was, a, there was a women's match at journey pro, but I, I went to journey pro pre pandemic. Right. So yeah, this is the first, uh, women's match we've seen post pandemic. Um, and Marty bell is still Marty bell. So, um, the, uh, Miranda Gordy, uh, you know, was, uh, was real good as well. Not, not going to take anything away from her. Um, she was very, very, uh, very rough. Um, she, uh, you know, she had a very, like a strong style to her, yeah. uh, you know, nothing, nothing negative at all about that. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, Marty was, Marty was very gracious. Uh, you know, she still moves pretty quick. Um, so I, you know, Josh, uh, for those that don't know, my my co-host here is a uh, humongous uh, women's wrestling fan. So um, it was, uh, like I said, it was cool to to get to get out to see the you know women's wrestling back in back in the local scene. So yeah, for sure. And for for me, seeing uh, you know, I popped really big when when uh, when Marty Bell was in the um, you know the May Young Classic for WWE, her being yep. a local local wrestler and then um seen her multiple times pre-pandemic this is the first time post um phenomenal um women's wrestler um and she she just does great work um everywhere she goes Miranda Gordy this is the first time that I had seen her in uh in person I had seen a couple of her matches on uh different streams different uh different matches like that but um, couldn't say anything more about Miranda Gordy as well. I did go up and say, Hey, um, hi to her at the, uh, merch table. Um, so hopefully we're going to get, um, one of those two, um, as the first female, um, you know, guest to the I 70 hot tag. Hell yeah, uh, man. So we're going to, we're going to put yeah. both of them, um, um, more than happy to have them on. can't wait to, uh, to see what, uh, what they do next. Uh, Marty Bell's kind of uh, bouncing around all over the place. Miranda Gordy, I think just, just followed the I 70 hot tag on Twitter. Uh, we follow her as well. So um, I will definitely see, um, you know, her more of her adventures as, uh, as time goes on as well. So, um, and again, the, the performance she put on um, couldn't be more excited about it. Absolutely. Um, the next uh, next thing after um, Marty Bell uh, was um, that sleazeball uh, used car salesman, Roscoe Leach, um, who came out wearing the same dirty-ass shirt he wore last month at uh, No Turning Back. And uh, he talked up the premiere, the P-Boys, uh, as I like to call them. Um, <laughs> so... I, I I don't know if you I don't know if you saw that, but somebody somebody referred to them as the P Boys on Twitter, and Campbell like Campbell was like yo blocked, and then I was like <laughs> I, I like I I reply back and I was like 
I kind of like, I kind of think P-Boys has a great ring to it. And he was like blocked. And so for a couple of days, I thought I was blocked. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and then somebody had the most genius tweet I ever saw. Somebody said, uh, somebody says, we need to get the ass boys against the P-Boys. <laughs> I loved it. And so, uh, so prior to the event, I saw Campbell at the merchandise table and I went over and talked to him. And then, uh, it was funny. I like, I didn't even say, I didn't even say anything about it. I just told him, I said, uh, uh, I, I, you know, he was, I mean, he was like, you know, I was, I was looking at his merchandise. He uh, was selling a picture for five bucks and, uh, he's like, uh, he's like, you want me to sign that? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then, uh, and then I go, uh, I, I go, are, I go, you didn't really block me on Twitter though, did you? And then like, he kind of stopped for a second. He goes, he goes, uh, no, but if you keep that P boys shit up, I will. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Oh, I, I was like, we're, uh, I was like, I'm getting a P boys chant started tonight. So <laughs> it didn't, it didn't work. So, didn't work. Didn't work. No, nobody, uh, nobody caught on to it. He, uh, it was funny after the event I told, I went, or he goes, uh, he goes, he goes, yeah, it didn't, it didn't stick. Cause it's stupid. And I was like, no, it didn't stick. Cause all these guys don't have Twitter. And he's like, he's like, no, he's like, it didn't stick because it's stupid. <laughs> but, uh, so the premiere came out, uh, Roscoe announced them as, uh, his new clients. Um, yep. which definitely good for those guys. Um, they're, they're a great young tag team. Um, they've got a, they've got a bright future ahead of them. Um, however, uh, that bright future will get very dark. Um, uh, if they, uh, if, if they keep fucking with the howlets. So, um, <laughs> Absolutely. so they, uh, they had a match against Ryan, the infinite, yeah. And Dallas Cade, the hair metal heartthrob. So, uh, Dude, yeah. What a surprise that was, wasn't it? I mean, we, yeah. we, we saw Dallas walking around in, uh, in his ring attire. Freshly, freshly shaved. Freshly shaved. Looking, looking, there, like looking, a, like, looking like a high schooler. <laughs> yeah. Looking like he, looking like he just graduated high school, man. I loved it. <laughs> But we knew, I said, hey, was, you know, he, he's going to be on the show. And then, you know, the pre-show passed, which was great. Nice to see him on the on the main show. Um, I said, okay, well, Dallas is going to be on this show somewhere. You know, we, we just don't know where. And, yeah, when him and Ryan came out and, yeah, dude, I popped big. I said, dude, oh, is yeah. that, you know, and more so, and I, and I, I love Dallas Cade, and I, yeah. I popped for him as well. But more so for Ryan the Infinite because – as we announced last week, Ryan the Infinite is going to be on our show in two weeks on June second, and he's going to be our you know our interview on the on the second. And when he came out, I mean, it was a pop moment for me. And I said, "Dude, is yeah. that?" And he had the glasses, he had the whole the whole bit, man. And uh, it was a uh, super exciting to see him in person. Um, you know, especially for me and you both kind of just discovering him in KCXW a couple weeks ago when he won the Metro Championship. And, um, you know, I actually had after the match, we'll, we'll kind of get into the match here in a second. I uh, had the ma- uh, time to kind of catch up with him. And 
great dude, great guy. Um, I said, dude, you know, I had no idea you were going to be here. And he kind of smirked and said, nobody did. It was just me and Michael Strider were the only two people who knew I was going to be here. And I said, you know, that that's fantastic. I said, because I popped big time. I thought, that in- I thought their entrance together was cool as fuck. It was. Dude, they make a great team, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they would make – if they decided to do a tag team together and just stick with this, I think that would be a uh, – that'd be a yeah. fun team just to see every, you know, every month. Yeah. But anyway, you know, it was – you know, the match itself was uh, – they did get a few spots in for sure, both Dallas and Ryan did. Um, but it was it was basically a uh, – to put over the premiere um, – and that's exactly what happened. Premier uh, ended up coming out on top and winning that match with the help of uh, help of Roscoe. So, um, some bitch <laughs> help Roscoe. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shift it over to you because there was a uh, a huge post match incident that happened that uh, I think you're pretty excited to talk about. Oh my god, dude! I uh, I. Uh... I, dude, I don't think I've yelled that loud at a wrestling event. Um, that was comparable to a Chiefs to a to like an Arrowhead holler for me. Um, uh, they had a they had the Howlets, uh one of the Howlets managers come through, and uh, he came out, and then uh, and, and then kind of got the premier's attention, and then the Howlets music hit, and Hoodie and Anaya came from behind. And beat the dog shit. Uh, started clearing house. Um, and when the uh, when the premier ran out, uh, they got they got out with their tail tucked between their legs. Um, hoodie uh, hoodie was like a rabid dog uh, going after Roscoe Leach. I thought hoodie was gonna kill that stupid Dude, old man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean Roscoe like. This, let, let me paint a picture for everybody. Roscoe sold a piece of shit used car to Hoodie Howlett, and Hoodie Howlett was was fixing to get his way, and uh, it was it was not pretty. But man, I tell you what, it was <laughs> it was it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I I really honestly thought that uh, the premier was going to, you know, kind of have their moment and walk out. I thought this was kind of be going to kind of be like their move on. And, uh, when, when the howlets came out and, um, I'm so glad you highlighted this, uh, when hoodie was attacking Roscoe, uh, and they got him off of him, he hollered at him. He said, you messed with the wrong tribe. And, uh, yeah. and, <laughs> Let's uh let's talk about Hoodie launching that launching Roscoe Leach's cowboy hat into the crowd. Dude, he dude, it was like a Randy Johnson fastball. That 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 hat flew from his hand into the crowd and, and I didn't see where it landed but apparently yeah. It, it hit it someone cracked. in the second row. Yeah. The the bill of the hat hit this old man like right here. And he uh you know he was startled at first, but he was fine. Like it was it was funny, uh, you know, and and hats off to Hoodie, uh, because Hoodie Hoodie saw it and acknowledged it. Um, you know, he he was, you know, saying sorry to the guy. Um, and the guy, the old the old man, you know, he's uh probably in his seventies. 
Um, you know, he kept telling, he kept telling hoodie. He's like, I'm tough. I'm okay. And, uh, actually hoodie actually posted on Twitter. Uh, if anybody knows that guy. Um, so, uh, definitely, uh, definitely, uh, like I said, man, I, I popped humongously when, uh, when I saw, when I saw him come out, when I saw the, the Howlers manager come out and get the premier's attention, I knew what was coming. And when I saw, when I saw Hoodie and Anaya come through the crowd and, uh, you saw them, Anaya, you know, we're, we're on the side here, you know, on the yeah. backside of the, we're looking straight at the, you know, the entrance coming in. Yep. So we're on the backside of the ring and I, you know, I saw the manager come out and then I knew something was going to happen with the helmets and we're in such a small little area. I'm standing, my, my chair is sitting not even two feet away from the giant, uh, you know, the light that, that shines well, on. That's the because ring. you, well, that's because you moved your chair, you schmuck. I did. I did. We need to give a little bit more space. A uh, little breathing room is what, what I like to say. Um, don't like to be, you know, hugging <laughs> on you the entire event. Yeah, but it's uh, it's uh, it's <laughs> it's uh, it's different when you bring your four X your four XL friend to the wrestling <laughs> event with you. Got to spread those chairs out a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, a little breathing room, a little bit. But but um, you know, I, I had no idea they were coming from behind. So you know, as we're standing up, we're we're both on our feet. I dude, Anaya comes and just shoves me like shoves the shit at me really, and I almost I hit over into you. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And, oh, it's an eye. Okay, my bad. <laughs> and he climbs <laughs> over the climbs over the uh, the railing and then goes in there. And so, yeah, I mean, fantastic moment. Um, I, you know, you and I both talked. We thought it was going to be reversed. We thought the premiere was going to come in and attack the Howlets after their match, but it was it was the other way around. So, yeah, uh, great great move by by them. And it was a uh, it was good stuff. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was definitely, definitely, definitely uh, worth it. So, um, and got to see, and got to see Roscoe Leach get his ass kicked. So absolutely, sure. that's, uh, that's, that's always, you know, uh, that, that, that was for somebody's grandma that, that Roscoe sold a, a 1987 Cutlass with a jacked up motor in. So, <laughs> right. Um, so if we want to move on to the next match, um, we had a triple threat, um, which a match I was this looking was, forward to. This was so much fucking fun. Oh, 100%, dude. So 100%. much fun. And, and uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I'm not going to take anything away from uh, Arjun Singh. Um, you know, Singh, Singh is a, a phenomenal athlete, uh, a good wrestler. Um, you know, I, the match was built to be Luigi Primo and him, uh, and, and Dan, the dad, um, and they made a phenomenal move, uh, you know, uh, bringing in Ethan Price, uh, to, to do this match with Dan, the dad. And so Ethan, Ethan Price, his gimmick is the big, strong boy. He's, he's a big strong boy. He's a big strong boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have, have you uh, have have the twins have Justin or Jensen uh, started doing the 
the big strong boy yet or uh, nope but i know they definitely definitely will at some point yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a it, it, it was great man ethan price is a uh is a you know is a character for sure yeah. um and you're right arjun saying we saw him last month against luigi and uh and he did great in that match. And I was uh, looking forward to it with him in it. Um, but when they kind of made the pivot to Ethan Price, that, uh, you know, it, it fit very well with both Dan the Dad and Luigi. Um, this is our second Luigi Primo match. Um, same same old Luigi. Great stuff. Uh, phenomenal pop when he came out. The crowd absolutely loves Luigi Primo. Um, probably it, 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 I could put him up against anybody of the night, his entrance compared to everybody else probably had the biggest pop. I can't think of a bigger pop than Luigi Primo. I, I was going to say when the, when the Howlett's music hit, uh, with the premiere, um, I, uh, I think, uh, I, the, you're right. I mean, you're right. I, my I'm voice, pre, my pre voice. Yeah. Pre-match. Yeah, my, my uh, my voice when the howlets came out, uh, damn near took the roof off that place. You're right. So any any uh, any little help I got from the crowd surrounding me was yeah. uh, was was good enough. But I I agree. Um, Primo not taking anything away from Luigi. Uh, Luigi um, is extremely popular, and he is. Uh, I mean, he makes the best pizzas. So he absolutely does. <laughs> Dude, and, uh, he posted weird. a video on his Instagram or his uh or I think it was Instagram or Twitter, maybe both. And I think it has nothing to do with CSW, but his you guys need to follow him. The best I'm not sure exactly off the top of my head what it is, but you'll you search Luigi Primo wrestling, you're gonna find him. He posted a video on the side of best, a highway. Best pizza maker. Best pizza maker. Search him up on it on social media, guys. Um, he's just as entertaining on his socials as he is in person because he posted a video. I don't think it had anything to do with CSW. It was, it was his next adventure. Um, <laughs> he said he was in the jungle and he was he was he was walking around the jungle talking about pizza. Clearly, the guy is just standing off the side of a highway next to a next to a bush. Or something, and he's, and he's recording himself, but he's in the jungle making the best of pizza. <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever, man. So, hats off, Luigi. You are extremely entertaining. Um, really hope uh, sometime in the future you can come on this show. And uh, oh, we we are we are we are uh, we are ironing out the details as we speak. So, yep. uh, Luigi will be a will be a guest on the I seventy hot tag. Um, sometime very soon. Um, this was my first time, or that's a lie. Never mind. I was going to say this was my first time seeing Dan the Dad live, uh, oh. but we saw him at AEW. So yes, we did. Um, and this was, and Dan the Dad did not disappoint either. Um, uh, when he took off, when he took off his belt, and uh, and then when he when he uh, when he depanced Ethan uh, uh, Ethan Price, uh, I was I was dying. Uh, I kept hollering at him that uh, I kept hollering at him that Ethan touched the thermostat. So, <laughs> <laughs> but this was uh this was a very, very fun match. 
Um, the crowd was super into this. Um, like I said, uh, I, I mean, the, the Luigi Primo, um, you know, uh, pop and, and everything. Um, and then kind of like, you know, the crowd enjoyed the match, but you know, you could hear the, ah, you know, when, when Primo, when Primo lost and, uh, you know, so, yeah. Um, All thanks to, uh, all thanks to your, uh, our, our boy, Niles Planke came yeah. out and uh, and basically attacked virtually both Dan Day and Luigi Primo, uh, giving uh, the big strong boy the win, um, which in my mind is is setting up for the uh, for the June event to be a tag team match. Um, I'm all for it. Ethan Price and Niles Planke versus Dan Day and Luigi Primo is is my estimation of what's going to happen at the. Uh, the next CSW event. So your, your, uh, your bold prediction, your chase, like, uh, hot take. <laughs> <laughs> My chase, like hot take is coming in strong. Um, main event time, man. Uh, this was, man, this was, this was brutal. And, uh, I, uh, I, I'm so glad they didn't disappoint. Um, and I am not a strap. I'm not like the classic strap match fan. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, I, I love, I, I love classic dog collar matches. Um, you know, the strap, the strap matches and the pole matches are just something that I've just, you know, I can appreciate them because, you know, I'm a humongous professional wrestling fan. Right. Um, so, you know, I appreciate the history behind them. I appreciate what they are, but uh, you know, they're just not my cup of tea. Um, but this was fucking awesome. Uh, you know, they, uh, um, you know, you get to a point where uh, it looked like, it looked like moonshine was going to, was going to hit all four posts. And then Derek Neal, you know, uh, low blows him with the, the strap and, uh, you know, pulls him away. And then, um, you know, Derek Neal got busted open. Uh, um, and then our, our guest who, uh, who left us about 30 minutes ago, uh, got beat with the strap. Um, and he actually posted pictures on his social media of what his back looked like. Uh, after those, after those strap hits, um, I, uh, I do not envy him. No. Uh, looks like, a looks like some, looks like some marks. My, uh, my mom used to leave on my ass, uh, you know, when I was, <laughs> when I was running and gunning, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, um, the sound, I just, I, uh, I'm glad you. I'm glad you left that left that note in there because I uh, I would have forgot. But you and I both kind of like our eyes got real big when the sound of, you know, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of it had to do with, uh, you know, great. <laughs> uh, a lot of it might have had to do with Greg. Was Greg wearing the leather jacket when he when he took the strap? Was yeah. Yeah, and, and like that, that was the big. Uh, I think that's what amplified the the, the sound, sound of the strap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it echoed through that through that auditorium. So, 
Um, yeah, it was. Uh, what a match, man. What a main event. What a way to end it. Um, you know, we, we, we talked a little bit to Joe Vi about that. Uh, that family sitting front row with Moonshine's face all over uh, all over their clothing. And, uh, you know, that, that the daughter, girl, the young, the, the, the daughter, the young lady was so, yeah, uh, she was, she was so, so heartbroken. Yeah. She was eight or nine. I can't, I, you know, she, she looked about eight or nine. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, she was, she was pissed. <laughs> she looked like if you did just, just picture those of you who are listening, picture what happened when, um, and I'm not sure the exact moment, um, it was the Miz, the Miz girl from the fans. When yeah. that when that girl was just given the, the mean mug. She did. She did. She looked, she looked just up. like that when Moonshine yep. lost. Like yep. it was uh it was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, her her uh her mom told me uh you know when, when we walked when we walked up and, and asked if they were related to Moonshine, uh her her mom was telling me that uh she does not like Moonshine being a bad guy. And I could see that. Um, so, yeah. uh, but Moonshine plays a bad guy so well. So, love it. Um, love it. Sometimes too well, you know. Yeah, dude. And yeah, I, I kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit with uh, with Joe Vi, but uh, we kind of we had a lot of uh, Moonshine talk. But um, you know, with the first time I saw him in, in NWL as Maverick, I, I immediately knew this guy is going to uh, this guy's, you know going places, whether or not that be locally or, you know, going up. And as you told him, you think it could be any point in time they could call him up and that still rings true today. And, um, great athlete, great, uh, great performer. Um, Derek Neal, you know, I mean, like, you know, there, there's certain big guys, you know, that, you know, they're just big guys. Um, and, and then there's other guys that just kind of have that look and moonshine's got that look that says like, like he is the prototype that, uh, that they're looking for. Yep. Um, so, and, and that's good for him, man. Cause you know, uh, like I said, it, he, uh, he plays that, um, he plays, he plays the, you know, the badass hard ass role very well. So yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, so I have, I have two questions, um, for you kind of closing out this CSW talk. We went to the last, we went, we went to strapped. We went to no turning back. First question was this show strapped better than no turning back. You dickhead. <laughs> I'll, let I you don't answer, know. I'll let you answer that first before I go to the second one. I, know, I, I, I can't, I, I can't, I mean, cause, cause that street fight, I mean, that street fight was something else. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, but this one, you know, this one had the, the, the fucking title match was good with Wyatt. Um, the, you know, the premiere getting their asses kicked in by, uh, you know, the Howlets. I mean the that how that howlet like like I said I I popped loud enough to to tear the roof off that place. Any extra help was just any other fan cheering was just extra help. Like uh, 
I, I can't wait to see the YouTube video. I mean, you probably hear me go screaming at the top of my lungs when uh, when the Howlers came out. So, um, and then that main event, uh, and then, um, so I mean, if we're, if we're talking about the events overall, I'll, I'll go with strapped. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll I'll go with strapped, but that's that's. That's really fucking hard to do because, like I said, that street fight from No Turning Back was that was amazing, right? So uh, the 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 pink the pink uh, the pink bunny bucket, um, yeah. yeah, that uh, I'll I'll never forget that. So right, did the uh, so you, when we talked last week on the show, you said that the uh, your the match you're looking forward to the most was the strap match. Did it live up to the hype? Absolutely, absolutely. I, uh, I you know, uh, and they they shook hands afterwards, um, which was awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no that that strap match was absolutely. Yep. 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 Definitely. For so, sure. uh, so what was your uh, what was your favorite match, my friend? Um. You know, we, we you know the the strap match is up there for sure. Um, any any match Jeremy Wyatt's in, um, it, it's hard to top. And the the, the time limit draw just kind of added to that. Um, but to to look through this card, we we we've talked about every match now. It's hard to pick just one, only because you know it, it's just a it's a different beast, a different. Uh, Different dynamic being there in person. It, I could probably easily tell you a my favorite match if we watch this on a live stream at home in the comfort of our own homes. Um, but being there live, it kind of it just it's a different feeling. It, it every match seems important. Every match has you know the, the spots that play into the crowd, the live crowd, and it's just. Uh, you know, even even seeing each each different wrestler, you know, we, we've we've covered damn near every promotion. I'm sure we've missed some in the Missouri area um, across I-70. Even seeing the same guys wrestle um, across the you know I-70 corridor, they they seeing it in person is completely different dynamic. So um, if I had to pick just one, um, I'm gonna pick the. Uh, I'm going to pick Jeremy Wyatt against Mike Outlaw only because time limit draw. Wyatt's uh, still one of my favorite wrestlers um, in the local promotions and around the world. And this continues their feud and we get to see this match again and hopefully a resolution match in June. So, um, so I'm picking that match as my favorite. So, um, Kind of concludes you know, our uh, preview or our strap overview. Yeah, I uh, I I cannot wait to see what um, what Joseph Strider, um, all of the guys at CSW do uh, for June's event. Um, extremely excited. Uh, no time limit. Uh, a match between uh, Wyatt and Mike Outlaw. Um, you know, just kind of seeing where, where we end up and where, uh, where we go from there. Um, 
definitely, definitely look forward to it. So, yep, yep. We, so uh, we've got, yeah, so we got a. Uh, sorry, I'm doing a uh, a quick check of uh, the socials. But yeah, we've got a uh, we've got a big event. You know, CSW is over, but our next uh, our next local event across I-70 is uh, is a promotion we just became familiar with uh, last month in Glory Pro. Yep. So they're putting on a uh, show called uh, Massive Aggression happening, uh, what is it, May 22nd. So um, that's coming on in, what, a couple days? So that's uh, that will be on Sunday, actually. And I believe uh, if I read that correctly, um, I don't have it in my notes. I believe that event starts at 3 p.m. So it's a uh, mid-afternoon start to this uh to this event, we can kind of go one by one going down this card. Not going to get too terribly deep into it, um, just because there's uh, there's quite a bit of matches that have been announced. But um, first match that we have that's coming up for Glory Pro May 22nd, which is happening at the South Broadway Athletic Club in St. Louis, Missouri. For those uh, St. Louis folks who want to go see some good pro wrestling, check this out. But we've got Blair Onyx uh, taking on in a triple, I'm sorry, a fatal four-way match against Anakin Murphy, Raheem De La Swede, and August Matthews. Um, we have seen August, I'm sorry, we've seen Anakin Murphy in uh, St. Louis Anarchy uh, last week. He wrestled in a match, a tag team match. Um, also, Raheem De La Swede was in the, um, uh, the Battle Royal for WLW just uh, last week as well. So um, good. Should be a good match there. Um, so are, are we there? going to uh, Bertie? Are you asking if we're going to the glory pro show in St. Louis or if we're going to, uh, I guess it has to be the glory pro show, right? Yeah. I wish we were going. I, I, that's happening in a couple of days. We don't have uh, tickets. It's probably sold out already. I don't know. Um, I would love to go, but uh, that's a, what, a four, hour, four hour drive across the street and uh, an event's probably already sold out, but. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and we, <laughs> uh, yeah, Greg. Uh, well, we're not at the end just yet. We uh, we're, we're previewing a couple shows. Um, and, and Greg, you're in the, uh, the Illinois area. Is that correct? I think he was in the Chicago area, wasn't he? Yeah. Which is pretty damn close to what we're talking about. St. Louis here in glory, bro. Yep. I'm pretty so, sure. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, pretty sure my friend Greg, uh, nailed it. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Pretty sure, uh, pretty sure my friend Greg over here at uh, Ultimate Sports Talk um, uh, is uh, going to the Warrior Wrestling event. Absolutely. Uh, is that correct? Absolutely. So um, we'll kind of we'll kind of roll through this a little bit. We've got uh, Dan the Dad taking on Cody Lane. Uh, that's going to be a fantastic match. Cody Lane has really grown on me. Since we started this podcast, he's a uh, he's a beast in the ring. And then the dad, as we've seen multiple times, he's uh, he he puts on a great show as well. Four and a half hours. All yeah, right. This is, yeah. 
same 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 for us, Greg. It's about four and a half hours from uh, from Kansas City. So yep, yep. We, but dude, uh, we, we we will be in attendance to a Glory Pro match in the next few months, hundred percent. Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. So. Yep. Wait till wait till you go to St. Louis for a Pepsi event, so that way, uh, that way I can get a free hotel or something. There you go, man. There you uh, go. We'll, we'll we'll keep it between you and I. We won't tell Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> what about this next tag match, man? Like we got we got two local guys here against uh, two guys we're not too familiar with. What we got going? Yeah, the Quad Father Camaro yeah. Jackson and Kenny Alfonso versus Jordan Oliver and Myron Reed. So, uh, very, uh, very excited for that as well. Yeah. I love me some Kenny Alfonso. Always have, always will. Dude, it puts on, is a, just an athletic athlete in this ring, in the ring. And, um, and I can't wait. You know, you, we're going to talk about it here in a second. I don't have all the matches listed, I guess. So, it's, we may not. But uh, Kenny Alfonso is going to be taking on your boy in, uh, in Journey Pro. Mr. Uh, Moonshine Mantel, and I believe that's going to be a, uh, a uh, false count anywhere match or, or something along those lines. So uh, that's going to be exciting to watch as well. But uh, before that, he's teaming with the Quad Father in Glory Pro. Absolutely got got a Tootie Lynn versus Sh- uh, Shaza McKenzie. I say that name right? Yes, you did. Should be a great match. Love me, uh, love both those both those girls. Uh, um, we've seen them last month at, uh, at at Glory Pro. Shaza McKenzie's wrestled in Journey as well, so uh, can't wait to see her in Glory. Um, Grindhouse is on the uh, main Glory Pro graphic, but uh, I could not find an official match for them. Um, if they are there, I'm sorry, I didn't see the uh, the graphic there. There was a video on their page that he that uh, <laughs> pretty funny. If you haven't seen it yet, go check out the uh, Glory Pro on uh, Twitter. They have a video of, um, I believe it is Anakin, um, Anakin Murphy, um, Matt Fitchett, Davy Vega standing in the bathroom for whatever reason, and. Um, Ethan Price comes out and swings the door open and smacks Vega in the face with the uh, bathroom door, with the stall door, not the bathroom door, the stall door. door. (laughs) And uh, so they get kind of into each other's faces. So I think um, there's going to be some sort of match on the card with uh, Grindhouse and Ethan Price. So um, stay tuned for that. Um, Next two matches are are phenomenal. I'll let you go ahead and take those, but uh, super excited for the next two. Um, absolutely. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, returns to, uh, St. Louis wrestling, um, war horse, uh, against Mike outlaw. Yes. Um, very good. Get goddamn horses drinking out of the fucking toilet and then just tried to come up and, and tried to come up to me. So, uh, Sorry. Uh, You're good. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Davey Richards versus Eddie Kingston. Um, I am I am super, super excited for that match. 
So, um, for those of you who want to see this, they live stream their events on their YouTube page. So just search their YouTube Glory Pro. Um, I believe, like I said, this event starts at 3 p.m. on Sunday. So you do not want to miss it. Every single af- you know wrestler we've named, we have, um, with a, with the exception of a couple, we've seen already in the Kansas City, St. Louis area. Um, it, it looks like it's going to be a hell of a card. So do yourself uh, if you guys aren't busy on Sunday, pop open YouTube, put it on your TV, on your on your Roku, whatever, on your iPads. Um, check out some good St. Louis professional wrestling, guys. Glory Pro put on a hell of a show last month, and I'm sure this is not going to disappoint this month for sure. A- absolutely. Um, and then a, a huge announcement for Glory Pro um, for July 24th. Yeah. What are, they, um, what are they got going on, Josh? They, got, uh, they have announced that uh, one of their special guests are going to be uh, all ego Ethan Page is going to be uh, wrestling in Glory Pro in St. Louis. So, and I Absolutely. believe that I believe at the same event, uh, the same venue, South Broadway Athletic Club. Um, event name has not been named yet, but July twenty fourth, um, AEW star all Ethan, Ethan or all ego Ethan Page will be there. So, um, Good stuff. Absolutely. Uh, and that's all ego Ethan Page, uh, not to be confused with Ethan Price. Um, Ethan Price is a big, strong boy, and Ethan Page is a fucking man, so uh, <laughs> definitely don't be confused by the we're two. gonna see the battle of the Ethans at Glory Pro on July 24th. Yep, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Um, future, uh, future indie shows. Um, we have talked about this event, uh, but definitely cannot talk about this event enough. Um, this is fantastic. This is awesome. Um, journey pro, uh, headlocks for the cure. Um, the proceeds from this event will benefit the, the head for the cure foundation, um, to help them go gray for brain cancer awareness month. Um, that is, that's phenomenal. So, um, uh, you know, if you're, if you're able to make this event, um, by all means, um, if not, I would imagine just like every other, uh, event that journey pro has, um, it will be broadcasted on their Twitch on twitch.tv slash journey, the number two anarchy, um, uh, you know, like I said, the, all the proceeds are, are going to go to uh, a phenomenal cause. Um, so definitely, definitely check that out. Um, you can go to the link right here on the screen, journeyprokc.com. Um, see if there is any, uh, any tickets available or see if you can, uh, you know, lend support in any way, shape or form. That would be fantastic. Um, May 28th. Uh, like we have talked about, um, Warrior uh, Wrestling 22 in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, it is going to feature uh, Will Ospreay uh, versus Davey Richards. Um, very excited for that. Uh, would love to go, but I don't think uh, we're the. I don't think the I seventy hot tag, whether it's uh, the whole thing or even half of it, is going to make its way out there. Um, but we will definitely, uh, definitely be keeping up with it. And if anybody watching. Uh, 
this or listening to this later on, whether you're with us live or, you know, you're listening to it later. Um, if you know where to catch warrior wrestling, um, where we can watch it, maybe live or, uh, watch a replay of it. Um, definitely shoot it our way. We would love to promote it. Um, and let everybody else know. Um, June 4th, uh, we've got XWE presents summer heat in Salina, Kansas. Uh, it is in association with the Kansas wrestling Alliance and former, uh, former WWE superstar Eugene will be there. Um, and I meant to, is that his name is Nick something. It's not Nick Aldis, but it's Nick. Nick Aldis is in uh, NWA. I know, but every single time I think of, every single time I think of Eugene, I want to say that, uh, I want to say his name, it's Nick Dinsmore. That's what it is. Nick Dinsmore. Yep. 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 He'll uh, he'll be there. We have also, um, we've we've reached out to the um, XWE Instagram page. Uh, we are interested in helping promote um, their events. We're v- interested in seeing uh, their uh, their events going on in the future. So um, if you're watching XWE, let us know. Um, we'll be happy to have you um, as a guest on our show and uh, come uh, talk some XWE wrestling and promote it here on the I-70 Hot Tag. Hell yes. Um as uh, as our good friend Greg just pointed out from Ultimate Sports Talk, uh, I believe Pro Wrestling TV, the new streaming network, is where you can watch it live. Um, and that's fantastic. speaking of uh, that's Warrior Wrestling is what he's talking about. Yep. 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 Fantastic. So maybe uh, maybe you know maybe we do a live stream. Maybe we uh, maybe we just point our social medias uh, to everybody to that and. We, uh, you know, uh, live tweet or whatever. I think we yeah. did something similar with uh, Journey Pros, uh, all good things flowing in the city. So, yep. um, future podcast shows. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, the I-70 Hot Tag has, uh, has, some, has some good stuff going on. And I think we kind of talked about it earlier, but we'll, we'll remind everybody again. Um, next week's show, we will have an in-depth interview with CS, uh, CSW uh, booker Michael Strider. Um, we're also going to preview the Journey Pro Headlocks for the Cure. Um, and then, Josh, uh, what do we got going on on the next week on June yeah, 2nd? June, June 2nd, we've got a uh, – we'll have uh, KCXW Metro champion Ryan the Infinite joining the show. Um, just saw him at CSW, so um, super excited to have him on. Um, interview him similar to how we have uh, how we interviewed Dallas last week. So, um, next exciting next couple weeks, guys. Um, Absolutely, we're, uh, we've got a blast here. Yeah, we have uh, we have got a bunch of a bunch of things still in the works. So it's just going to get more fun um, after a- after these next couple weeks. So. Uh, if you're, if you're not following the I-70 hot tag, um, even if you are following the I-70 hot tag, join us for the live. Um, these are, like I said, they're just going to keep getting better and better. Um, real quick, we're going to, we're going to plug this thing before, uh, before we shut it off. So, um, this is your boy, Chase, uh, AKA CR media. Um, you can find me on all the social medias, whether it's Facebook, 
Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, uh, or the Tiki Talk. And it's all going to be at CR Media 1988. Um, got a super busy schedule on uh, on two or on Tuesday nights. Um, my friend James hosts a show called the James House Chiefs Talk, um, and I am his co-host. We break down the Kansas City Chiefs. We also talk about the NFL news. Um, it's you know. Obviously, it's the off season, you know, so we, we kind of, you know, like to just talk the NFL overall. On Wednesdays, I host the AEW Post Dynamite show. Um, and you, uh, my friend Mark, uh, pro wrestling kingpin, uh, is looking at becoming a permanent staple in that show. So, uh, you know, come join me and Mark about 15 minutes after Dynamite ends uh, to talk everything AEW Dynamite. On Thursday nights, we've got the I-70 Hot Tag. Um, my friend Josh runs the I-70 Hot Tag social medias, where uh, you can find him on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and the Tiggy Talk, all at, at the I-70 Hot Tag. Um, for those that don't know, I also do a podcast that is strictly just a podcast. There's no live stream. There's no uh, video library. You might be able to watch it on YouTube, um, and that's it. Uh, It's called Bad Booking, where we talk about mixed martial arts, boxing, and wrestling. Uh, That's kind of just me riding solo on that thing. Um, But uh, definitely definitely go check that out. You can find it on Spotify, uh, all the major podcast networks. Um, Josh, let everybody know where they can find you, my friend. Yeah, so uh, you can find me at my tag right here on the screen at TheRealJoshElliott.com. Um, I am on Twitch and TikTok at that account. You can also find me at uh, Twitter, which I'm actually under the tag Josh Elliott 12. As we mentioned in our interview, um, the real Josh Elliott is taken at the moment. So um, you can find Fuck me there on guy. Twitter. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that guy. I'm the real Josh Elliott, not the ESPN host. So yeah. Uh, Fuck ESPN. <laughs> All right. So, um, <laughs> So yeah, guys, give us a like, a follow. We got some good stuff coming. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna possibly, uh, you know, we'll kind of say this now. I didn't even bring this up to you pre-show. There's gonna be some potential giveaways coming for the I-70 hot tag for our listeners um, to qualify for that. To uh, you just gotta be a follower on our social media. So make sure you are following, um, you know, the I-70 hot tag in every platform, CR Media in every platform to qualify for that. So, um, okay. giveaways, giveaways are coming guys. Um, we'll, uh, we'll, away, we'll, we'll, we'll announce right. it as we, uh, as, as we get, as it gets closer. Yeah. Yeah. We're just pulling, pulling, you know, pulling giveaways out now. So yeah, why not? don't even, don't even tell your co-host that you're giving shit away. <laughs> as long as it's your stuff, you're giving away. I don't care. So, uh, hey, guys, um, again, thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, you know, this is where we say good night. So, uh, f- for your boy, Chase, CR Media, this is my co host, um, the real Josh Elliott. This has been the I 70 hot tag. Um, good fight and good night. <laughs>